Welcome to the Dante Greco Show. I'm Dante Greco. My co-host, Evie Mattavelli, is with me. My fiance, you all know her. She's been on the show now. She'll be on the show for a while, and uh, we'll see where this goes. So anyways, so much to talk about today. Donald Trump's town hall last night. Got CNN staffers in an uproar, I believe. The CEO had to send out an email saying, hey, listen, you know, we got the answers. You may not like the answers, but we got the answers. Okay, chill out. Um, Tom Hanks doesn't want you to decide what's going to offend him. Logan Paul has this UFO video that he's not releasing, but we're going to listen to why. J-Lo and Ben seem to be uh, having some tense moments and uh, so much more. Dolph Lundgren has lung cancer. Uh, you know, too bad stuff. New, uh, Newsom is rejecting the reparations. Just a lot. So stay tuned. Oh, and uh, Britney Spears, by the way, way over-caffeinated, apparently. So we're going to dig into all of it. And let's just get right into it. Let me get our setup going here. Uh, babe, how are you? Very excited to be here sharing my thoughts and, uh, yeah, doing well. And dreams. <laughs> okay, good. All right. There he is, Donald. He was on uh, the town hall last night. We watched it and listened to it while we were on the drive to the Andrea Bocelli concert yesterday at the Hollywood Bowl. It was amazing. Very good concert, by the way. It's funny. Opera is kind of a funny... Um, art form like how did it come about you picture like being in italy 300 years ago people being like okay let's sing something like uh no give me something more and then someone's just like oh and they go yes that's it i think like the hollywood bowl it's the last sophisticated version of opera opera usually is part of the theatrical presentation that kind of evolve into its own thing uh, but it's like if you go to Europe or other places, you go to a theater and you dress up and there's these beautiful uh, scenes and they, they yeah. had to do some acting as sure. well. I, the I, opera opera comes from the theater. No, I know. And now, but, but Bocelli, he's not an opera singer only because I never see him acting, actually, but yeah. he's a tenor, which is not an opera singing uh, singer, but he is uh, he's a musician. It's just funny, the development of like being like. Whoa! them saying that's the way to do it that is the way to tell the story i enjoyed it by the way and he was incredible truly impressive it's his it, breath work is out of this world in the singers the female singers the dresses are beautiful it's a little cheesy like right but it's yeah, it's yeah, uh, but it's supposed it's, to be classic it's from, it's from a different time now let's talk about another man with incredible breath work donald trump <laughs> he sounds hoarse uh Oh it was God. an interesting town hall. You know, I have to say, they got to be careful. The Democrats, the establishment, whoever, they're kind of just doing it all again. Watching him go on this show and just, you know, speak in his plain kind of way that uh, a lot of voters, especially probably people in the middle, can and will relate to. And then CNN gets on and is like, oh, my God. God, could you believe what he said? And they were laughing with him. And oh, so disgusting. Uh, now, I mean, look, the, the stuff about Eugene Carroll, yeah, it wasn't, uh, it was a little uh, kind of making light. Apparently, she might sue him again, according to this Drudge Report headline I just saw. She might sue him again. She already won $5 million from him. 
Good luck getting that from Donald Trump, by the way. I don't think she'll ever see a dime of that $5 million uh, just because, you know, he, he's notorious for dragging th things out in court forever, forever. And I don't even think he ever released his tax returns to this day. Wow. To this day. So. Um, I haven't released my tax return for this year yet. I have right. to. We're also <laughs> refusing to release our tax returns. So. <laughs> But, you know, there was other stuff that, like, makes sense. Like, when, when uh, Caitlin Collins is on there and she's like, do you think that Vladimir Putin is a war criminal? Say, will you say that he's a war criminal? And Trump is there like, why would I say that he's a war criminal? Now we're trying to end this thing. You know, like, saying that just makes it worse. It antagonizes him. And everybody has said, you have to give Putin an off-ramp to get out of this Ukraine uh, invasion war, whatever it's classified as now. Not by insulting the guy. You're not going to get any diplomacy or deals yeah. or get things. So I almost felt, I'm like, are you trying to ruin the strategies for America to get a solution for this war? Don't ask that question. And, and so... But he was pretty smart how he answered. Like I, While he was talking, we were listening live. And I answer kind of the similar answer from Trump. I'm, I'm like, why would I, if I was Trump, would I answer that question? It seems like it's going to ruin the strategy if you start like uh, condemning your enemies. Yeah. And it's like being labeled a war criminal comes with uh, execution. Consequences. Yeah. yeah try or... to arrest him. Like, why would he, he'll fight harder if he's labeled a war criminal. So I like something like that because it's common sense. They're trying to score like virtue points by being like, but say that he's a war criminal. And it's like, yeah, he is a war. We all know he's all a war criminal. A he's a horrible person. guy. That cancer he's can't, a monster. The cancer can't eat him soon enough. But when you're trying to be the president, you can't just be like, yeah, he's a war criminal and uh, I'm going to kill him. But <laughs> you can't say it's that. Not, you're not going to solve the, the issue that way. Yeah. So Trump was got, kind of giving an answer like, oh, if I the part that kind of pisses me off is that he said he's like, the war would never started if I was president. And I'm like, how do you know? Yeah. Stop it, trying to, it's easy uh, to time say. travel and say that like you're delusional. Also, when he's like, I'd have it wrapped up in 24 hours. Like, I don't know about that unless you're speaking to him behind the scenes, which, by the way, wouldn't be unprecedented. You know, Nixon kept the Vietnam War going longer to make uh, Johnson look bad so that he could uh, so that, you know, he could get into office. And uh, of course, you know, I don't know if they, it was ever confirmed, but maybe it was confirmed recently. The October surprise about the Iranian hostages. I think that was a real thing. They kind of made some deal to be like, look, don't release them until Reagan gets in Then you can release them. Within 24 hours. Uh, let me, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Joe. He's a great content creator himself. Joy of everything. Follow him on TikTok, by the way. Let me put him back up here. Follow him on TikTok. He is an incredible follow. The joy of everything. He'll take you inside the world. He's getting, his videos are going everywhere. Uh, especially after the Laker games recently. It's great stuff. Okay. He, there were some funny moments uh, like this one. I mean, okay, funny in terms of just he would say this, you know. Well, some people call it racist. Absolutely. But listen to what he says about China down. I love how he say China. Yeah, and now he added a new one to it. China down. Oh, my God. Is that Let me ask you a question. 
Why is it that Biden had nine boxes in Chinatown? Chinatown. And he gets a lot of money from China. Why yeah. is that? And there why, is no why evidence aren't that, people, President, no, you, no, you cannot why aren't people there is no evidence that of that, Mr. President? And why President? don't they put this what guy, Jack Smith, and his group, of, and his group of thugs, Mr. why don't they put him in charge of that? I, I need to stop you right there because there's no evidence of what you just said there. What you're referring to there is an office that he had no, no. after leaving the, the vice presidency. Oh. He, had, he had a temporary office. But I want to ask about another investigation you're so that you're wrong. facing. You don't know the subject. I do know the subject. He had one at University of Pennsylvania. But he also had nine boxes in Chinatown. That you're facing, which is the one that's <laughs> happening in Georgia. Chinatown. She doesn't understand that. It's so funny. It's funny. The way he speaks just makes me laugh. There was another one where he's like, people in Chinatown don't even speak English. <laughs> her dog oh, or her cat was named Virginia. He was a newscaster, very nice man. She called him an ape. Happens to be African-American. Called him an ape. The judge wouldn't allow us to put that in. Her dog or her cat was named Vagina. The judge <laughs> wouldn't allow to put that in. All of these things. He, but with her, they can put in anything. Access. I'm telling you, do not under, if you're a Democrat, if you're Biden, you're on the Biden team, do not underestimate the entertainment value. The charisma. There's a lot of people out there who just enjoy seeing him being weird on TV with his peculiar manner of speaking peculiar. <laughs> and his things that he says. It's just like, you know, it, it, it brings a smile to people's faces. Because he, he's so ridiculous. Like, he's so... But the thing yeah. is, like, the way he answered questions when he's pressured, it's just so honest and uh, natural that even though he might be completely insane, the worst candidate for to become a president of the country, you kind of think, like, the guy, he kind of has a point here and there. And then he's really good in public debating. And he puts her down. He called her nasty woman there. Yeah, You're a no, nasty oh, woman. Yeah, he hit her with the nasty woman stuff. I mean, it's stuff Nasty that woman 2.0. People enjoy this stuff. I'm telling you, don't don't um, don't underestimate. Don't Trump. underestimate Donald. Donald. Now let's see, Chris. I think it's Light. That's the new head of CNN, or he's been the head of CNN for a little while, but he took over for Jeff Zucker. Um, he had to basically write a letter to his staff, who were very upset. Let me see. He defends the Trump town hall. You cannot ignore that Trump fans exist, just like you cannot ignore Trump. He laid down the law with staff during Thursday morning's editorial call after widespread complaints about the network hosting Donald Trump's town hall last night. Staffers like media reporter Oliver Darcy despaired over the event, calling it a spectacle of lies and fuming at light for the decision. Some unnamed employees told outlets like Rolling Stone that it was a effing disgrace. So intense was their disgust with Light and the decision. Uh, unaffected by their rage, Light heaped praise on moderator Caitlin Collins and warned detractors, you do not have to like the former president's answers, but you can't say that we didn't get them. I mean, listen, he came in to CNN saying, we're going to change this. CNN <laughs> has a reputation as a, uh, a liberal left-leaning always network and we're going to try to go back to just like being the news so he's doing that he's giving trump a down hall mm -hmm. and they're upset but it's like look he already told you guys the whole like being the opposition being the resistance thing 
is over because it was killing the business for CNN. So he's, you know, he's sticking to his guns. He's like, look, I'm, I'm, we're, 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 we're going to cover Trump. Were they mad? Also, I think I remember after watching the live event, I noticed CNN saying something like they were mad that people were applauding and, and laughing at his jokes. Yeah, I mean, they, and were they mad. said they were really mad. I don't I mean they boo him a lot of the times, too. But there's there's some stuff. I mean, that's kind of interesting, right? Because they were booing Trump a lot of the times. But when he was funny, it's hard to not laugh at him because it's just so ridiculous. Here's the thing. You no one wants to hear anybody get on and be like, oh, this is so awful. Like admonishing everybody and having these serious tones of voice like can you believe that he said that he was lying again he kept talking about the election it's like we know he says a lot of lies okay but you turn people off with this like you know none like you're like nuns like you're like, oh, you are disgusting. I love How nuns, by like the that? way. I don't know what kind of nuns you met, but my the nuns that I was raised with, there were there was just one evil one. The elder ones were super cool. But I, I know what you mean. You mean to say like they were very conservative in how they were getting the how they were receiving the answers from Trump. And that is a little bit of a turnoff. Because like if every time that uh, Trump makes a point or he tries to say something that we know that's absurd. But then you kind of don't let even him talk. You keep interrupting him constantly and you're starting this little kind of fight. He, he, you know, uh, fights and, and poking while he's talking. You're not making a point. You're not you don't sound the most reasonable person in the room. You start sounding like like you're you're letting the child win the argument in a way. That's kind of how I felt like the CNA moderator handle it instead of actually being quieter let him talk let him trump will always say the worst things let him just speak for himself instead of constantly being insulting him and poking him because that makes you look like you know a nasty woman (laughs) now uh uh, chris light goes on to say while we all may have been uncomfortable hearing people clapping that was also an important part of the story because the people in that audience represent a large swath of america Exactly. You can't just pretend that Trump and his supporters don't exist. It's such a stupid strategy they're strategy there. to just be like, we don't like that people like him. So, you know, we shouldn't even we shouldn't even acknowledge them. Like, no, they're out there. Feels like Oscars night. CNN the, is pretending to like the Oscars night. Right. The mistake the media <laughs> made in the past is ignoring that those people exist, just like you can not ignore that President Trump exists. Exactly. See, you should hire me. Chris, I'll come in there. I'll, I'll, I'll play the game. I'll do whatever you want. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, but like it's predictable that the staffers were upset and they have to be vocally upset and make it known. Everyone's got to pick their side. We don't seem to be able to just be like, yeah, you know what? I like some of what he said. I didn't like some of what he said. That is no longer an option anymore. Mm-mm. It's weird because, you know, you hear him speak, and the fact that he's even willing to address the E. Jean Carroll thing or the uh, classified documents thing and just talk about it and answer your questions and you compare it with, like, you know, Biden or mm, pretty much any other politician. Kamala or anyone else. Pretty much any other politician. Yeah, they're not going to talk about this stuff in any way. 
And so, or what, they were very like uh, neutral the way they would talk about yeah, things. They'll give you a political answer. What people find refreshing about Trump, whether you you know like wh whether or... it's a lie or not, yeah, they they just they appreciate that he's willing to talk about things exactly. And I don't know that you could put the genie back in the bottle. It's hard to see this, you know, <laughs> and I've seen this for years now since 2015 when he announced. And then go back to just like listening, listening to canned sound bites, pre-selected questions, uh, you know, safe answers, answers that don't really answer anything from your normal crop of politicians. However, I will say, I don't think that Trump is necessarily going to change the game for everybody because he's just a unique character. He's a unique mix of showman, celebrity, political skills. Business, he's a host. Uh, you know, some business acumen. He's a showman. He's yeah. a showman. He he commands the 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 the, the crowds yeah. pretty well. I should say executive. He, maybe business acumen is too strong because, like, let's face it, he's had a lot of failures. But no, he's has business acumen. But as an executive, you know, he's got that like executive decisiveness that people respond to well. And um, but the thing is, a lot of other politicians don't have that and even some of the imitators like this doesn't necessarily work with carrie lake or with uh whoever was like supposed to be trump light in state elections because they don't have the charisma it's like santos, isn't like santos was trying to run for president and then they found out about all his lies and no george santos is a representative by the way he's now facing jail time like what an idiot i wasn't well, even gonna talk he's about in this. jail he's gonna go to jail he got arrested yeah they arrested him and they charged him like 13 counts of various fraud what kind of frauds that he was arrested for i would have just kind of curious oh yeah. we'll have to look it up i think wire details. fraud was one of them uh megan mccain daughter of john mccain and she'll make sure that you know that <laughs> what do you mean she makes sure that you, you know that no it was a it's kind of like a meme going on for years because like every time she would speak she'd go my father john mccain oh is that the girl from the uh from the channel the morning show thing the blondes no no megan mccain is the daughter of john mccain she's not on the morning show oh, you're talking about the apples the jennifer aniston morning show no 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 no. there's like a uh some kind of like a talk show oh yeah, yeah. she's on the view the view yeah, yeah. she's a blonde right every she's... time she makes a point she goes well, my father I... would do this yeah. my father my father thinks that america we all should hold guns and uh we can protect ourselves oh yeah that's was how trump the part that uh they were asking him about uh, weapons uh, and then he used like Brazil as an excuse, saying like, "Oh, yeah, Bolsonaro allow people to use weapons there because people cannot defend themselves." Now everybody's dying of like shootings, and it's kind of becoming America 2.0 in a way. I I like, by the way, when he gets up there and he says, "Why is NATO? Why is Europe only putting up twenty billion, and we're and we putting put up one hundred seventy-eight, seventy billion? And then, but you had an actual, um, a good explanation for that because you you have a background in international oh, yeah. relations. Could I can take I, the floor, please. Yes, absolutely. So that the reason that Americans pay more for the war in Ukraine, one is to show power. The more money input you put into like countries in war like that, it shows like you you paying the bill. You're you're the most powerful country, and that you know therefore you're gonna pay more. Also, um, it also puts the European Union in a strategic position where 
uh, America, if they try to do international deals with those countries, they would be held accountable because they didn't put as much money in the Ukraine. Ukraine is a country that does uh, has borders and it's closer to other European countries. Therefore, you want to make sure your supporter that's protecting your country, which is U.S. It will is happy in like uh, commercial deals, importing or maybe even even putting pro American products in in their markets and other strategic decisions. So by paying more, America actually is holding influence in the Europe territory, which is what a big uh, rich country would do in times of war. So that's why, Mr. Trump, that America is paying more for the war in Ukraine than Germany because America wants to show Germany that we are bigger and more powerful oh see you know you should have taken caitlin collins place last night this is for chris light of cnn you hire me to do a show and i her to be a, a news I, anchor. I have a bachelor international relations that i no. never use because <laughs> i've been working in tech but i actually wrote a thesis about nato uh and the influence in russia in eastern europe so i'm very very knowledgeable about or how was the dance uh, from uh, NATO from conception auto, uh, for the time that was created all the way up to the current time? So it's kind of interesting to talk about and see happening right now, because I think one of the things I predicted in my thesis was that Russia was going to strike again. And I think at the time that I wrote it, a lot of my international relations teachers that were on the um, on, I don't know how you say, but that they, they, they were judging my 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 thesis. Uh, some of them were like questioning. They're like, oh, I don't think Russia will ever do that again. Everything's calm and collected. I was like, well, did you not forget that not long ago, they, uh, Russia kind of went to uh, Shechen? No, what is the name of Shechenia. And, uh, and it was just. I don't know if they did. They did. Uh, that's what was in my thesis. Crimea. Crimea. And uh, I, I forgot the name of the country is that, but I, I'm just saying that they, they, they do a little kind of like little punches here and there. The bears track sometimes here and there. And I was like, no, you gotta, you gotta understand the, how things work. It's very territorial. And the more the NATO expands in the strategic areas, more likely Russia is gonna do it. And boom, that happened. And I can't believe it. It's like my thesis. And I, I, it's not like I predicted, but it's like, you know, anyone with political sciences background could see that coming. Right. Of course, idiots. You should have seen that coming. Uh, but anyways, yeah, uh, Megan McCain is just saying, look, it was uh, it'll turn off voters. So don't get upset because people will see him laughing and then getting the audience laughing about Eugene Carroll and uh, talking about uh, her hair looks great. The lie, you know, like all that stuff. <laughs> it, it, Megan McCain's opinion is basically that she uh, him being there will expose him and turn voters off. So liberals, you have nothing to worry about. Um, Ron DeSantis, by the way, something about him is off to me. Who is he this guy? He scares me in a way. Dos Santos? Way. Ron DeSantis. You is know related to DeSantis? No, 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 no. Um, there's, you know, there's something about Ron DeSantis that unnerves me. Why? I don't know. You know, this is a theory that I have. Vibes? No, no, no. It's a theory that I have is that he doesn't have a voice that you can remember. And there's something really off about that. You know, all our presidents, obviously, this could be just due to overexposure, but they have memorable voices, memorable ways of speaking. Trump, Obama, of course, Bill Clinton, you know, Biden's 
Right on the edge, you know. Do a lot of impressions of each of them to refresh people's memory. Trump, Obama. No, Obama. Big was... wall. Big wall. You're going to build a big wall. And Obama. Michelle. Okay, man. Okay. We're going to get out there, and uh, you're going to knock on some doors, and we're going to bring America back, you know. Bill. Hey. Bill Clinton, Monica, Monica, uh, uh, you know, and Biden. Oh, and George Bush with his, you know, George Bush. I want to, I'm going to do this one day. How does Charles, it sound like? You know how Bush sounds. Like. I don't know. I don't remember. Now watch this drive. I don't know. Uh, I can't do a great Bush, but what I can say is that I discovered that George Bush and Charles Manson have basically the same voice because a few years back when Quentin Tarantino announced that he was going to be making Once Upon a Time in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and it was going to be you know based around the Manson murders I thought this is back when I wanted to be an actor I thought well I could play Charles Manson sure that would be a great opportunity because I've run into Tarantino here and there you know I've seen I can go to the new Beverly Cinema his theater and just talk to him so I started watching some Manson videos and you know, to get the voice down and the mannerisms. And I said, what this, who does this remind me of? George W. Bush. Wow. Now, it'll take too long for me to pull it up right now, but on a different show or maybe on my TikTok or something, I'm going to do a vocal comparison. Make a short. It's really disturbing. Anyways, getting back to DeSantis or DeSanctimonious, as Trump calls him. I like that he called him um, um, Meatball Ron is a funnier nickname to me and tiny D that's also a good one that Trump was throwing Is he around, Italian? I don't know. He might be, but he just, he, I think he talks like this. I don't know what he talks like, but he has an immemorable voice and there's something very weird about that. And I don't think it bodes well for his chances, uh, especially in the general election. Uh, nothing, not saying anything about his policies, but just, him as a human being. He has a, a nasty voice. You're a nasty voiced woman, let me tell you. I never heard him talk, so I don't I don't really know. I've heard him talk. I can't remember what he sounds like. He's like, you know, the devil or something. Forgettable. He, he disappears out of your mind. Okay. <laughs> let's uh let's keep going. Uh Britney Spears. You get a work, bitch. She's amped up on caffeine. Mm. That's the report. Now listen. You wouldn't know it from those videos she posts on Instagram with the crazy dancing, and they're always from up here. And the the black but, eyeliner, and weird. The, the makeup. black eyeliner, the ISIS. Uh, I've been kidnapped by ISIS videos, and I've been in my cell for too long. Those videos, you would have no idea that she's amped up on caffeine. I think it's something, something else. <laughs> yeah, but uh, believe it or not, she is. Britney Spears drinks caffeine by the gallon. Something experts say is not great, but unsurprising for people with mental illnesses. Wow. Can you, like, those finger toes are By so By the way, gross. can I say something? These ads that pop up. There's these a monkey touching the woman's boobs no, and now okay. the feet. Well, forget that one. What's with the toe fungus ads? When I'm on the Daily Mail, I'll just see a big toe. Right in the middle of the screen with like the worst fungus you've ever seen. It looks like a mushroom's going out of someone's toe. It's the algorithm. I'm pretty sure like the 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 matter the matter the Zuckerberg is like, we're gonna make the algorithm that's best for you. So it looks like the best thing for you, babe, yeah. 
is the toes, have, the fungus. Have, have you ever said the word fungus? No, China. I have, I have perfect toes. He's a perfect toe. Okay. <laughs> Sources with direct knowledge tell TMZ, which has produced a documentary that will air Monday, Brittany Guzzle's Red Bull, Celsius, coffee, and dandelion tea almost mm. nonstop. We're dandelion? Told- I never had that one. Is it caffeinated? I guess so. Oh, we got to bite that. We are in the same meds. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're told... We're told she consumes so much caffeine, she'll sometimes stay awake for three consecutive days. Now, again, you would not know this if you watched those Instagram videos. You would think that's a normal person who's living a normal life. But believe it or not, she, like, look at this. This is. Um, can you play the video? Yeah, let me play the video. Let me put it where I can get some sound. Okay. Just a moment. Obama. Obama. All right. Um, give me, give me more give caffeine. Me. Give me, give me more Celsius. We drink Celsius, by the way. I drink Celsius. No, yeah. I stopped drinking Celsius. In She's got to watch out. She's got to watch out because you told me, I'm, I don't want to name the brand because, uh, you know, lawsuits, uh, loss of sponsorship opportunities, whatever. But you said that you saw some kind of like fitness influencer jackass on YouTube talking about, oh, I drink this much of this caffeine drink every day. And then turned out it ruined his intestines. It ruined his intestines. So now for him to do number two, he has to take like no, he has to take like probiotics and a lot of laxatives and like fiber supplements. So um, one of the things that's kind of being tested is the the kind of the effect the how how caffeine affects your kind of intestinal flora. Yeah. So it's not really good for you. And it's not good for your heart as well, because it can create palpitations. And uh, well, well, let me just say, Britney Spears' intestines must be a shit show. Pun intended. Okay. Here's one of those video normal person. We love you, There's Brittany. also an element of danger away from Britney. Lives. At one point, middle of the night, as one source oh put it, I worked for these guys for ten years. For a hundred years. For fifty years, I worked here. Okay, he lives. Are we gonna see the videos? Don't tease us had a with a video. There's, There's no video. Another recommendation at the end of the conservatorship: keep knives away from Britney. Multiple sources. Okay, well, see what caffeine does to you. Look at him. No. Um, is he sleeping? It doesn't look like it. He is the hardest working man in media, I will say. You know, I'm not going to denigrate Harvey Levin whatsoever. That man works harder, gets up earlier than almost anybody, and he's still going. Oh, my God. Join the LinkedIn people and say how you deserve to be fired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was Check the different video that Dante did. Right. So, anyways. It's short. Um, she's, she's just drinking caffeine by the gallon, and who's going to stop her now? That's Nobody. the weird thing. Like, not daddy. Is this, would it be improper to suggest that maybe they should introduce alcohol into her life instead? Oh my God. Like she a, probably a takes a it. Suppressant or like maybe some CBD or some just like some, sparkly water. Some gummies. You know, Brittany, drink sparkly water. And uh, I don't know. Like, uh, what is this? Definitely keep knives away from her. You imagine, like, you know how jittery you get with caffeine and you're just like, oh, my finger, half my hand just got cut off. You know what? I'm going to say something. We're here right now at the Dante Greco show. 
people got to stop treating her like she's a child. And everybody wanted when March out there in Beverly Hills to free Britney, the entire country got together, all the influencers, all the celebrities start tweeting like, let's free Britney, let's get her free, let's get her out of her, her conserv conservatorship. But now she's in the conservatorship of the viewers, of the media, and of you guys. So Honestly, stop treating her like a child. Oh, it's like a child. Don't leave knives around, child. She's drinking too much coffee. Like, can we just, like, let her go in a way? I'm sorry, but I'm not letting her go out of her heart. But it's like, we had enough of people, like, infantilizing this woman. If she's doing some crazy, weird stuff, you, you guys want to do. This one is almost... This was almost normal. Like no, she's doing the weird hand thing. She's doing like the thing like this. She's at least in the gym. By the way, she's looking at the camera. She's looking at this. Look. Look at the eye. Honestly, it's like someone who's been kidnapped or something. She's trying to send a message like, hey, uh, Brittany isn't my real name. My real name is, uh, you know, Evie uh, Matavelli. I was kidnapped years ago. Evie Matavelli, that's what you come up with? I thought you were going to say the name, you know, like. Um... No, 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 no. My name is Suri Cruz. I was kidnapped years ago. Please free me if you get this message. Uh, anyways, the Britney Spears, if you see her, do not offer her a Celsius. Do not offer her a Red Bull. Stop infantilizing her. Let her go. You guys wanted her free? Stop infantilizing her. Well, I mean, at this point, she's got her freedom, but it's up to her. You know? No, but like teams is still like, oh, she shouldn't have knives around her. And I'm like, yeah, no, no, what, no, what are you gonna what, do? What are you gonna do? You're gonna put cushions around the table as well so she doesn't the, hit her head. That's what the experts are saying. And I agree. <laughs> Who are the experts? Listen, I agree. Imagine what you're in Calabasas, you just walking your dog, and Britney Spears comes out like Edward Scissorhands with two knives. Like she's not gonna go you. walk the like with knives, she's cutting vegetables for her smoothie, probably. Can you imagine if like Britney Spears Chasing after your car like the T-1000 with two butcher knives. I don't think she's doing that. on. He's not doing that. She's cutting his booty. dancing the whole no, time. No, she was in the kitchen and she was cutting her vegetables. She's not walking the dogs with knives in her hands, Ooh, obviously. No. I think TMZ just needs to stop talking about Britney Spears. Britney, We're done. Britney Spears her hand. Yeah, right. Harvey, get out. Get out of okay, here. Okay, hey, chill out on Harvey, okay? He paid for 10 years He deserves it. He deserves it. Um, he got. He deserves it. Uh, he apologizes. Yeah. I take responsibility. He takes responsibility. Are you kidding? You can never stop covering Britney Spears. You know how many, you know, what a what a ad bonanza that is? I saw the toast. People love hearing about Britney Spears. Let's do this real quick. Elon Musk <laughs> wants Don Lemon on Twitter. By the way, I forgot to say this to Chris Light, owner of CNN. I could be the cis het Don Lemon. What does that mean? That's the new way of saying straight. What is it? Straight white. No, straight male. Cis what? Cis hat. C-I-S. And then hat is short for heterosexual. Oh, what am I? You're a cis hat. No, fuck. It's cis for men or women. I don't know. Anyways. 
Well, clean your toes, Dante. That's the algorithm is trying to tell you. It, it must be me. the universe. It ain't me, babe. Okay. Elon Musk is making a push to land a Don Lemon show on Twitter. Justice Tucker Carlson started his show on the platform, and his goal seems to be balancing right and left. Elon made his pitch to Don Wednesday morning with a tweet inviting him to do a show on the Bird app. Uh, maybe worth a try. Audience is much bigger. I would like to see this. I mean, look, people are upset with Tucker Carlson going to Twitter. They say, oh, you know, misinformation, Russian agent, racist, all that good stuff. And I look at it differently. Set aside your politics, set aside your like or, or your dislike of Tucker or Elon Musk and recognize it as a great moment for creators in that Tucker Carlson Huge audience, huge and loyal audience coming to Twitter exclusively, I believe. Although he apparently didn't sign a deal with Elon. It's going to be all about uh, just like making money off of the ads and whatnot. And whatnot. Uh, coming there and doing his show from Twitter. And Elon has promised there are going to be more video options, video creation options being brought back to the platform. And because YouTube sucks now. You can't make money on YouTube. It's really hard. If you're not an established creator, it's really hard. They're forcing all of us to just make everything, those 60-second short videos, those are the only videos that get any play. And, uh, you know, if you try to do, like, a long-form thing, even doing this show this way is probably a waste of time. But we like it. Um, it's very hard. I don't know how to get the algorithm going on Rumble. I don't understand it. And there really aren't any other competitors. Instagram and their live thing sucks. No one wants to see a show on there. So, and good luck making money on TikTok. I don't get it. So I'm hoping, again, politics aside, I'm hoping. Spotify, contact us. We can make a show Spotify, there. No, no, no. Spotify won't pay you anything. They'll pay you a quarter of a cent. No, I'm talking about like if they actually do a show deal. No, they got too many. There's too many podcasts in the world. They don't need us yet. But. Twitter or Yet. Twitter Carlson is going to uh I think bring probably more big names to the platform. They're gonna see that it works. They're gonna say, well, you know what? I don't agree with him, but I want to do something like that too. I want to take control of my own destiny as well. So it's great. I think it's gonna make Twitter a new location for content creators to build and grow their audiences but how, how and long make can, money. How much, how much, but like on, on, don't start anything. How, how long does it take for, uh, how, how long the videos are for YouTube? Like, is it, there's a, do they have like a limitations, Twitter? like shorts? Yeah. Twitter. I don't think so. Or I mean, I'm, I'm sure. Would they accept long-term videos like this? Like on yeah, their platform? I think we could post our entire, like we're live on Twitter right now. So like we we're are? doing it live on Twitter. Oh, but I think you can also just post your whole video because it's hosted somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just all about you know getting the ad dollars in. I know there's fear that advertisers already weren't really vibing with Tucker. I think he really just had like my pillow and probably some kind of like patriotic teddy bear when he was broadcasting on Fox. But I don't know. They might come. You know, if you build it, they will come. Money comes where people are. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Don Lemon, I think, should give it a try, too. He might be a little nervous. I'll tell you why. Because I don't know that Don Lemon has as big or as loyal an audience. I don't want to insult Don Lemon. He's always been cool to us. Uh, I just don't 
know if he let's say a rabid audience i don't know that there's a rabid don lemon audience out there that just needs don lemon content so bad that they'll but 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 on the other hand if he's on twitter which is you know everyone watches everyone like I, there's a lot of sports shows i love i don't watch the shows i watch the clips on twitter so if it's on twitter it's actually better Edited. and easier to watch. So that's so why maybe like maybe a lot of people, pick up an audience. Yeah. but a lot of people like are transitioning to watch things, uh, short, shorter videos. Cause it's very like, even like I used to listen to entire Joe Rogan podcasts and mm -hmm. now I, I, I listen to 10 minutes and I lose interest and I'm like, okay, I can't listen to this. You have to be a really cool guest that I really love for me to really stay all the way to the end. If it's just like a regular person, I'm probably going to just listen for 10, 15 minutes while I'm running an errand or while I'm at the gym yeah. and I want to change my mind doesn't want to stick to like, you know, long form conversations. And the thing is, that's what YouTube is doing. They're trying to kind of, they kind of try to make it more yeah, digestible. It, 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 but at the same time, isn't like YouTube in the past, I mean, call, call me if I'm wrong. Let me know in the comments. Isn't YouTube like you're supposed to make money based on the watch minutes that you have? So if you have, because you're putting up shorts as a content creator makes you, even though you're putting a lot of shorts to make a, a long term, like a lot of time, it's going to take a lot of shorts. That means that you're going to create so much content for YouTube for basically nothing. Meanwhile, they advertise in between the shorts. Like how many times you're yeah. going through the shorts and it's like you go one, two, and it's like advertisement, one, two, advertisement, one, two, and advertisement, advertisement. You know, like they have like a whole pattern of how they present exactly. it. But you are creating content and who is pocketing the advertisement? It's YouTube. So I, I and it's, it's kind of like fucked up if you think about it because they want people to work and make a lot yeah. of content and, and it, it, they but they're not paying you the algorithm won't help you with anything other than a short anymore it's so hard and then um there's also the issue of constant strikes against your channel and content moderation getting flagged for things getting warnings getting demonetized and it's the same on tiktok too they'll this find reasons to, to demonetize you constantly this happens to people i know you music know, that you pick something it around. up in the background and it demonetizes it cuts your feed and and like uh, you know puts you in a timeout for a week and like all this crazy i've gotten warnings about my content on there too it's like uh, i'm hoping elon really does this right and uh twitter carlson as i'm calling him now he at least had a little bit of a proof of concept because he made that video right after he got fired by fox where he he spoke and it got like 90 million views on twitter so i this mean year, people are curious to see what's no, going to happen he's a big name of course but that gets back to what i'm saying about don lemon it's like if anderson is, cooper was fired i don't know people will listen no like don lemon what i think he well, the reason he may not take elon up on this offer he might be a little worried about like not getting that many views i don't know i got nothing against don lemon but I like, you know, he's cool. Like I said, he's always been cool to us when we uh, tried to interview him at TMZ. But uh, I just wonder if he would go the more traditional route, maybe join Chris Cuomo over at News Nation. Chris is, Cuomo, he has a show now? That's right. Fredo, Chris Fredo Cuomo is at News Nation. And um, he's, uh, he's broadcasting, having a hell of a time. I'll is be it? there soon, too. Yeah. News Nation, we're uh, we're open for hire. Okay, let's keep it going real quick since we're doing TMZ stories. Uh, this couple, they licked. I don't even want to play the video because it pisses me off so bad. They 
opened, they went to a store, they opened the ice cream, they licked it, and they put it back. Everyone wanted them dead and in and or in jail. Like literally, I think they got a bunch of death threats, a lot of anger towards them online. People hate this because you don't want to buy that ice cream by accident. Uh, here's the thing. Or if you're healthy, don't buy ice cream. Turns out they faked the whole thing for clout. Yes, they licked the ice cream, but they went and bought it, which is nice. But you know what? Ew. I don't like it anymore. I still don't like it. Don't like it. It's so I, gross the way they're doing, too. It looks like I don't, they're... You know, I, what's like something less than being arrested and facing legal consequences, I would like to happen because it's not funny. There's nothing funny about it. Yeah, it got you a lot of attention, but F you. I hate when people mess with food, like the Domino's pizza guy who like stepped on the pizza or um, I think any number, any any example, any disgusting example, people that mess with your food, food that will be fed to innocent civilians. Society should have the harshest penalties for these people. Nah, nah, I think but I think it's ridiculous. I think it's gross. And I think they probably felt that they found fame now because they got featured on TMZ with this nice selfie of them looking pretty sharp. Yeah, but so look, look at that. Look at that. She, they got their hair done. They were in their nice necklaces. She's wearing her lashes. She looks great. She's like, oh, my God, we were featured on TMZ. Forget yeah, about what like, we did. What are you going to do with this fame? It's, it's the wrong kind of fame. It's the fame where everybody hates you. I don't think anyone's going to be, you know, approaching them for sponsorship opportunity i think they knew what they're coming for but the thing is how do they know how do people start listening to this how, how come they got the views to people because be like, it was so disgusting and shocking everyone was like what the hell not again i thought we were over these stunts for clout nope i'm glad to hear that it was fake but you know now we're gonna have to deal with the copycats now we want to start spitting in your pasta before you're getting dinner all right let's cover this one real quick Governor Gavin Newsom, or uh, as a news guy that I used to be in the field with, used to call him, not someone that worked with me, but a guy from a rival station, used to call him Governor Hair Gel. What? Governor Hair Gel. What does that mean? Because he has so much gel in his hair. Oh. Anyways, Gavin Newsom rejected the, uh, to, he's, he's declining to back reparations checks. This is a whole thing that's been uh, going on for, I don't know. I mean, look, it's been going on for 200 years, technically, but it's been going on. It's been picking up steam in the last year or so. And uh, Reparations Task Force recommended up to $1.2 million for citizens in California. Gavin Newsom has declined. Yeah, because he's sitting there saying, are you guys kidding me? I, I'm trying to run for president. You think I'm going to be the guy to give reparations? I already got to deal with my COVID reputations. Uh, this is this wasn't supposed to be a real thing. This is supposed to be a good story for the news cycle to make me look good and then kind of like fall out of the news. Like you guys kept it going. I wasn't being serious. That's what I think Newsom is thinking here. Um, not passing judgment on whether the reparations are deserved. Of course, that's far too complex an issue. For me to decide, I will say that, uh, you know, when uh, the slaves were free, they were promised things and uh, they were never given them. So there, there, there's something I'm sure can and will be worked out. But 
Newsom does not want to be the guy who does that because he knows it would probably kill any chance he has of being president in certain parts of the country. Uh, he he, he, the reparations task force independent findings and recommendations are a milestone in our bipartisan effort to advance justice and promote healing. This has been an important process. He applauded the task force work. He declined to endorse any specific recommendations, though he pledged to continue to advance systemic changes that ensure an inclusive and equitable future for all Californians. Well, that's some nice political non-statement BS. Yeah, I'm just going to continue to advance uh, systemic changes. Like, that's vague enough to buy him a few years and just anytime someone questions be like well look at this isn't that a systemic change that we made you know mm. the fight continues yeah listen guys uh I, yeah i'm just waiting to find out if biden has to drop out for some reason i can't really can't do this right now uh you can understand right that's what by uh newsom's thinking he sounds like Batman. He kind of sounds like that, yeah. Sounds a little bit like that. No way, Jose. Or excuse me, not Jose. Uh, no way. Can't back it, but we're going to advance systemic change. You, you Believe you me. This thing's going to happen to you. Keep voting for me. Maybe next time. He's glowing. Look at his skin. Guys wasn't supposed to actually happen this is just supposed to make me look good <laughs> you're not supposed to take it this seriously and actually come up with a plan no one's come up with a plan for 150 years oh my god it's hard to talk like that i'm sure the rodeo drive stores are sad because it probably would be max profit <laughs> oh. right okay let's move it on J-Lo and Ben, or as I call them, Dante and Evie, are... Uh... Dante and Evie, why? We're not <laughs> well, a million we years like old. Uh, but we're younger. We'll look like that one day. Yeah, they look great. In 30 years, what are we, 22? In 30 years, we'll be we'll look like them. Yeah. Huh? What? What did she say? She said, you forgot the laundry Lift. in the dryer. No, you forgot the laundry in the washer, and you should, you're supposed to put it in the dryer again. It's going to smell like... Poo poo. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they they seem to be having a um hated argument. Uh, uh, you know, a tense tense moment on the red carpet. A lip reader actually claims to have figured out what they said. What let's, did they say? Not that say. I care that much, but let's do it for you guys. Reason for Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez's tense appearances at the mother premiere has been revealed. The answer is that Ben saw the film and told her what a piece of shit it was. Wow, that's not what she said. That's so rude. You couldn't lie to her. And then she was like, I hate your weave at the air movie. Do you air? look like, yeah, the air movie. You look like Pinocchio. Right. A lip reader told the Daily Mail that the couple who appeared frustrated and irritated at times, uh, were merely debating poses and positioning for the red carpet. Yeah, so she's probably like, Ben, you gotta, you know, that's my good side. No, you have to stand here. That type of stuff. After finding their joint pose, Affleck appeared to tell his wife to come closer to him before leaning into her ear and saying, don't worry, babe. Don't worry, babe. She's like... <laughs> 
Where uh, is the one the that closes the said, door? That's coming up next. The expert said that during the now viral exchange, the Let's Get Loud singer <gasps> appeared to ask the air star whether her low-cut top was showing too much, prompting him to respond that it was fine. Yeah, I mean, she's high maintenance. That's just how it is. She's high maintenance. He's probably annoyed. He's probably like, I want to get a drink. Let's just walk the carpet. Let's get in there. Uh, please, you look great. You look fine. You know what I mean? You know, me and Ben Affleck have a lot in common. Excuse me. <laughs> huh? Okay, here's the video everyone's talking about. This guy, Lakers Vino, says what dealing with a Latina looks like. This is them <laughs> walking to the car. I think yesterday in Brentwood or something. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Can't see that, right? Oh, you can see it. Hold on. One second, everybody. Technical, technical. Yeah, no, you can't. Okay. There we go. he slams the door and um you know obviously we're having some kind of disagreement before that some kind of argument it looks it like it happens. It looks like a cop that got a criminal and closed the door. Like finally got the criminal in the car, Listen. and he closes the door. With so much anger, almost like if I, if you ever close the door like that, I mean, I'll like get your like pinky and smash in the door. I mean, look, I will like. <laughs> uh, here's what I could see. We haven't, we can't see the whole video, but from experience, maybe he didn't get in front of her quick enough to open the door and then she was like you got to get in front of me quicker than that ben do it again let's watch again let's, let's no he's in front this. of her let's analyze he's this. in front of her already yeah but he may have not have been there fast enough That's so rude, Ben. Come on, you can do better, Ben. Dear Ben. Listen, she probably is just driving him crazy with demands. She's probably very demanding. And he's like, oh, my God. Please, can we just get in the car? You know, they're doing a pap walk. There's photographers there. And maybe she was like, I need you to look more dignified or something. Because he's kind of slumping <laughs> along with his gigantic iced coffee. And she's sitting there like, Ben. Act like you're happy to be here. She doesn't look happy either. No, but she doesn't look happy, but she just looks like serious. You know, like she's wearing she's sunglasses. Walking. She's smart. She's very focused. She's walking to her car in a very focused manner. Ben is like, I don't care about this again. Like he's kind of over this. He doesn't want to do the whole pretending every day that he's happy or having a good time. Like someday he's probably exhausted. He's sick of playing the game. Are you sick? Well, I don't, we don't have camp photographers outside waiting for us, but.
<laughs> I feel you, brother. All right. Do you? No, you love me. Of course. He loves J-Lo. You know, he likes Jello. Sometimes we don't want to open the door. He likes Jello. He likes Jello. He likes Jello. Okay. Let me get back to uh, everything else we got to talk about. Is there any more uh, pop-up toast being cleaned? I'm telling you, these ads are out of control. Stop toe fungus ads now. Stop it. Or the monkey touching the woman's boobs. I'll take that. The monkey touching the woman's boobs, I'll take that. I just don't want to see a, a horribly... <laughs> Ruin like it's like a toe from the last of us, you know what I mean? Like a fungus that's overtaken the toe. Like it's horrifying. Okay. Um, did you know they found a picture, a new picture of Richard Ramirez, the night stalker, the serial killer from the 1980s? Oh, just kidding. That's Simon Cowell. <laughs> when he that's was a young man that's actually funny <laughs> he actually looks scarier than the night stalker now his pre his young man richard ramirez night stalker look no he's keeping it real he was, was like he was a creepy then creepy now no 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 like yeah that's not a great look but when you compare it to this which is like botox guy who was uh brought back from the dead and you know, came back with like without a soul or something. <laughs> when you compare that, you say, well, maybe Richard Ramirez Night Stalker wasn't a bad look for this guy. Um, okay. Let's let's just. Uh, he's worth three hundred eighty million pounds. Holy God! How much is that in dollars? Uh, <laughs> Nine hundred million dollars. I don't know. Uh, I just want to see if they have an explanation for this old look. An explanation. That needs an explanation. Tell me why you look so bad. Yeah, or like at least a year. What year was this? What's up with the like cut off shirt with his like hairy chest open? Nobody wants Mechanic. to see that. I don't know. Well, anyways, you can you can vote on this. Scarier here or scarier here. Both. He's keeping it real. Scare. He's a scary guy from the past. If like during the serial killer times you see him crossing the street, I probably will be in the other side or running for my life. This is and like then now, a... now it's kind of like if you're alone in a room of him, I don't know if he's going to jerk off to a plant in the corner like Harvey Weinstein. So got to be careful. I don't know. I'm sure he's fine. But uh, I would say that if... Um... An Egyptian mummy came back to life, you know. That <laughs> like someone, like you know, said the, the 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 spell. They said the words in the correct order, and he rose and got unwrapped. He <laughs> looks good there. Join the modern world. This is like a sequel to Encino, man. All right. Okay, enough shitting on him. <laughs> yeah, he's a nice guy, I think, probably. Yeah. Real quick, uh, confessions of Chat GPT. These are some of the weird questions and confessions people are asking you. Real comforting to know that somebody's compiling a list of everything that people are asking ChatGPT. It makes me want to use it. No, like, do you guys see the CEO of ChatGPT? He looks like Pinocchio. Yeah. Um, can you help me write a love letter to a tree? That's got to be a liberal. Uh, if I could shrink myself down to the size of a pencil eraser, how many ants do you think I could take on in a fight? Okay, these are like kind of... 
I don't harmless. understand. This is uh, weird questions and confessions that people have said to chat GPT. Oh, let's see if there's something for me there. I'm looking for something that's like truly disturbing. Can you help me summon a demon? Yes, I can. And here he is. <laughs> okay. Would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses? Oh, that's a Reddit question. Okay, these are all really lame. I, I wanted to see, like, I have killed. <laughs> How okay. do I get away with You're it? You're losing the audience for that one. Okay. Bye, Chachibi. Sorry, everybody. Uh, let me just check here. Oh, uh, yeah. Yoron Vondersloot, the killer of um, alleged su suspected killer of Natalie Holloway. Oh, my God. Is going to be extradited to face charges finally after like 20 years. He, <clears throat> he looks like, uh, what's the name of the Lego people? Yeah. I got her photo. Uh, the man linked to the infamous 2005 death and disappearance of Natalie Holloway in Aruba may finally get his day in a U.S. court for allegedly extorting her mother. Wait a second. That's what they're charging him with, not the murder? He's long been suspected of killing her, who was 18. Uh, Holloway was 18 when she vanished during a high school trip to the Caribbean island in May 2005. She was last seen leaving a bar with Van der Sleut, who was interrogated by police at the time but never charged with her disappearance. Case remains unsolved to this day. Uh, he did go to jail for the strangulation murder of student Stephanie Flores in 2010. So he is, uh, is he a German he's guy? been in Peru. I think he's Norwegian or something. Uh, he's been in a Peruvian prison serving a 28-year term. Now he's going to go to Alabama. It's going to be a culture shock for sure. Uh, <laughs> so he's indicted on federal charges of wire fraud and extortion trying to get $250,000 from Natalie Holloway's mother, Beth, on the false promise that he would tell her what happened to her daughter and where to find her daughter, where to find her body. So, okay, he's not being charged with the murder. They haven't had a break in the case. Probably will never happen. I don't think he's going to admit to it. But, uh, you know, he's serving a 28-year sentence in a Peruvian prison. That can't be enjoyable. I thought you said Alabama. He's being extradited to Alabama. Oh, might not Peru. It must be worse there. Um, no, he's he's gonna probably have to go back to Peru mm -hmm. to finish that sentence. But they are agreeing to send him to Alabama so he can face these charges here in the U.S. Oh wow! All right, let's check out real quick this Logan Paul UFO thing. So there's a guy named James Fox who's been claiming that there is a really really good ufo video that was taken in 1995 i think in brazil virginia and um it like but like people are scared to release it but logan paul somehow he bought it a, he didn't buy it he he was able to view the video and he had like a little pinhole camera oh he legally watch it. it yeah yeah, yeah. so he has he it. stole the footage but he, logan is saying he doesn't want to release the footage mm, is he scared of the consequences of it um let's watch this video okay let's hear what logan paul has to say tape had been worn down the footage is compelling not convincing it it's from 1995. It, the tape had been worn down. It's been played probably over a hundred times. And so the quality is not great. And 
everything about it screams bullshit, which is the true reason I haven't released it. It's not enough. It doesn't have enough meat on the bone and proof for me to put it out confidently and be like, this is, the, this is legit UFO footage. There's one kind of interesting thing about the video that could prove its validity. When you scrub through the footage <clears throat> forward and or forward and back, like kind of fast, like you take your little um, slider and you scrub through like this, the disc hovers so so fluidly. It's like it's like buoyant almost in the air, and I'm not sure if that type of movement, like as fluid as it was was possible in 1995 VFX editing. It 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 it, it looks it looks like like too good. It looks too good. And it's the one compelling thing about this video where I'm like that's maybe that's something. But I I don't like I said I just don't have enough information at the moment to confidently release this video unless I can prove that it, it is somewhat legit and, and maybe Bob Lazar can help me. 1995. 1995. Yeah. You're talking to me about SFX from 1995. I, I saw. I saw. I saw. That's Didn't Jurassic a, Park came out in 1995. That's true. Jurassic Park was very good, but you know, you're not just Joe Schmo. Uh, you know, you UFO video faker isn't going to have access to the technology that was at Industrial Lights and Magic that Steven Spielberg was hoarding for himself in Jurassic Park. Um, that's the thing I forgot. He's trying to get Bob Lazar, who is the guy who supposedly worked at Area 51 and saw know about the, He knows also the there's like a, a secret substance that now it was oh, identified. Yeah. Element 113. 113. Yeah. Uh, he wants Bob Lazar to take a look at it and, you know, uh, validate it. And this guy, James Fox, who we heard on J Joe Rogan, was, was where we first heard about this video and that Logan Paul had the video. He's claiming like, oh, this is like crazy proof. So it's interesting to hear him say that about the uh, when you sped it up. He didn't think that the VFX was that good in 95. Uh, I think he should just release it. Like, who cares? Can I say one thing to Logan Paul before we speak? Uh, you're not an official government body. You're not uh, necessarily an authority on this. Like, just release it. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Like, people would be happy just to see it. You don't have to release it and be, make it like a, your whole thing. Just say, look, I'm going to leave it up for people to decide. There are videos, fake and real, of UFOs put up online every single day. You're not going to uh, shake the foundations of society by releasing this video. But you are going to annoy people by not releasing it. You know, it's not like you made the video and it sucks. You recorded it and you're putting it out there. So, like, maybe someone else can confirm it. It's not, don't put it all on Bob Lazar. That guy doesn't even like talking to people. I think that his lawyer probably recommended to him not to publish. And I think this is just an excuse. That's my theory. Because the way that he got the video was kind of sketchy, right? He stole the content by watching the video that the person that owns the tape was sharing with him. So, my question is, is he scared of the consequences of showing a video that he stole? You know, because it, it might be some copyright that from the video. Because if you bought the video, that person that owns the video bought the video and uh, 
plan to keep it and release in the future. Not sure why it haven't came, came up yet or didn't want to release yet. The fact that Logan Paul stole the video, I think that he spoke with his legal team and his legal team was like, hey, Logan, maybe just make up some excuses saying it's not a very, you know, a real video or whatever and keep it a low key because you're stole footage. You don't want to start a legal battle. So I think that's what the lawyers told him because it could be a lot of money. You know, you don't know. Like he's leaving. Isn't he living somewhere else now? Like in a in the Costa Rica, Puerto Rico, yeah. Puerto Rico. So he can save money, continue being rich yeah. because it's really expensive to live in L.A. So I wonder he's scared by the the lawsuit. So I, I I believe that he's not going to release because of that. That's my thought. I wonder what are the chances that Logan Paul becomes the next James McAfee living out in Puerto Rico. Who's James McAfee? No, not James McAfee. John McAfee, the crazy uh, McAfee antivirus guy. Remember, he's got the the mustache. He looks like Satan himself, and uh, he died a few years ago. He was like a really crazy guy. I don't remember him per se. No, we, we saw a documentary about him. Anyway, oh for some reason, I was thinking about pet dyes right now. For pet lunch. tie for lunch. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I was thinking about. Oh God. Uh, anyways. I think he should release it. And the guy who owns the real video, Chuck Clark. Uh, this is all according to James Fox. Follow him on Twitter if you want to keep up with this story. Chuck Clark just released the video. All right. It's 30 years old. Nobody cares. I got to tell you one thing. They released, the government released information basically admitting, hey, there are things out there that we don't understand. Nobody cared. It didn't like UFO interested people care, but like everyone else is just like, ah, keep scrolling. So, you know, believe me, you're going to be fine. Or write a check to the guy that he can't refuse. Right. Make him sign the NDA or whatever release document, release the, the, the footage saying, hey, you know what, dude? I stole the footage. Yeah. I want to show to oh, the no, public. No, I'm, I'm going to give you a big check I'm and goodbye. About, yeah, I'm talking about the real guy who has the, the high quality copy. Just like you want to start a GoFundMe. Water his hand. You want to start a GoFundMe? You want some crypto? Like, what do you want? Just release the video so we can all look I'm at sure it. I'm sure there's plenty on. of billionaires, including Elon, probably will be like, you know what? We'll give a Tesla. We'll give a helicopter. We'll give a, a fan. Uh, 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 what is it? A flamethrower. We'll send you to space. What do you want? Let's figure out. Yeah. Who's this guy? Uh, I don't know. I got I to gotta switch the screen. Okay. Um, one last thing. One last thing. Which is... These autograph hounds, hounds going after Mark Hamill. I was say Meghan Markle. I'm like, what? Meghan Markle Hamill. Uh, is it the guy from Star Wars? Yeah, he plays. Oh, Luke, Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker. Oh yeah. What's going on? They're flopping this. his house. That's just no. It, it's uh, someone's upset about this. This guy tweeted out, "I am beside myself, inconsolably sickened." This is not how to treat your heroes. Everyone in this video owes at Mark Hamill a written fucking apology for their greed and selfishness. How he manages to remain a kind soul after decades of this behavior toward him. Why it makes him man. a hero? He's not a hero. He didn't save lives. He's an actor. So didn't chill. He didn't he save um, the rebellion or something? I mean, it's a, it's a fictitious yeah. character. It's not a hero. But I understand, I like, your famous actors or whatever. Bad joke. So what we're going to see in this video are... I love Star Wars, by the way. What we're going to see in this video is the clearest UFO evidence. Now, we're going to see a group of autograph hounds, and they truly are 
Disgusting. Um, they're going to be rapidly attacking this man in his car, trying to get him to sign. Now, listen, I worked alongside these people for years. Some of them are nice and normal, and a lot of them are not. Same with any business. There's a large contingent of weirdos. Why are so, they uh, are they targeting him? Is because, because he's getting older and they want to sell his uh, signature on eBay for millions of dollars? No, there's no signature for millions of dollars. But like, they want to sell his signature. They want to get his signature and sell it. Because how much all, is worth? Look at eBay. A lot of Star Wars fans out there. How uh, much is worth it? Don't you take a look at that while I play the video? All right, let's let's watch this. Mark, my photo's right here. Gotta go. Mark. My photo. Mark, please. Mark, please. Yo, can you give it just a mark real quick? My photo. Mark, please. Mark, please. Jesus Christ. It's like they're eating him. They're consuming him. How much is a Hamill autograph? Probably depends on what. How about the shopping? dollars Thirty. Yeah, so you know, 3, a few thousand bucks. I mean, that's 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 that's, uh, that's, that's a that's a month of a rent in LA, three thousand five hundred per yeah. signature. Oh, but maybe we should go there and go get I a signature. Never, <laughs> ever, I could never do that. No offense to anybody in that business. I just uh, being a camera guy, being close enough to that rung of show business is all I can take. I can't take a step. Further down, well, it I'm goes sorry. all the way to five thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm good. Can you see? You got to stand there all day and be like, Mark, can you sign? Can you sign? No, they don't sound like that. They sound Mark, like they're like a sign of hair. I know some people don't even sound like they, you know, I don't know. Whatever, you know, that's okay. rude. So let's that's rude. On the bottom, Mark, please, 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 two angel. You can make this to angel. Two angel. Two angel. Two angel. Please, stop, stop right here. Can I go to photo? Thank you. My God. Mark smudged. Oh, I just saw him. Take the finger, Mark. Could you get this? Hey, watch out. Don't hurt the man. Are you okay, Mark? Who did that? You know. Those people are animals. You know what, people? You're so rude. Shoving the thing in his face is so rude. And it got smudged. It got smudged. You sign again to Angel. To Angel. You know what? I, I don't know. For the name of God. It was a gentleman's business when guys like me were out there in the field getting content. Can no longer say that. There was always the weirdos seeking for autograph yeah. seekers to sell online. That's crazy. They don't even probably know the artists or watch the show. You know what? A lot of those people don't even look like they don't even look like Star Wars fans. Honestly, those are like uh, weirdos from LA that need money yes. that they want to target the Star Wars fans that will, will sell the signature for for someone they'll pay big bucks for it all over the world. But the thing is, the, you you look at the, that guy without the with the wife beater and the thing that the 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 hairdo. It's a white guy, and he's like giving up. Uh, that guy doesn't look like he ever watched Star Wars in his life. So you know what? Before asking for the autograph, maybe you should ask uh, Mark. Mark should say, no, no, no. "What what what movie of what what, my, what movie do you like the he, most?" He'll he'll do that sometimes, I'm sure. But like, he knows that they're there to make money. They know they're there to make money. That's why a lot of times they'll come out and be like, "I'll sign one," you know, or "I won't sign with this." I can't believe I even know this stuff. I'm ashamed of myself. But they'll say, "I won't sign with this particular marker because you know people spoof my autograph." It's it's a it's a business. 
That's what I'll say about it. It's a business. Okay. That's it. Uh, Mark Hamill, uh, I think, uh, is still alive after that. Uh, we hope. Okay, everybody. So this is the Dante Greco show. Thank you guys for watching. Like, subscribe, share the video with your friends and family. Let us know what you think of the Trump charisma or the Trump, uh, uh, I don't know, CNN yeah. relation. Just, just watch the video, comment, share it, you know, like it. Check us on TikTok. Check me on TikTok. Check me on my <laughs> channel, Evie Matavelli. And uh, thank you so much for this lovely lunch break and wherever you get your podcasts okay. yes thank you guys have a good life have a good life we will see you soon much love thank you love all right Tanya. so once again thank you to my brother tell me your name again dante greco two words made in america <laughs> dante you're doing great that's good I, 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 I want you to leave my good friend Ringo alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my pal, Hal. Have a good day.